Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello, my name is Sarah and I am your chakra coach. On this podcast, we'll be exploring how the chakra system can guide you to grow your emotional, mental, physical, and spiritual wellness, leading you closer to your highest self. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the show. How's it going? I'm doing pretty well. As some of you know, I recently moved halfway across the country. Well, I guess it was about two months ago now, and I finally feel like I'm settling into a new home. Thank you to everyone who reached out with well wishes and the like. You're so nice. It was just, it was just so nice. <laughs> but I'm starting to feel more grounded again, which is also nice. And I was really inspired by last week's episode with Dr. Briere and learning about Ayurveda and a holistic approach to health. So I thought we'd continue the journey and talk about foods for the chakras. Plus, we spent most of March and April talking about trauma in the chakras. So a topic that's a little lighter might feel good here. I see this a lot online, Um, people wanting to know how to balance a particular chakra and others giving them advice to simply eat red food and that'll do it. And as we learned last week, it's, it's not always that simple. It probably won't hurt anything unless you have an allergy, which then obviously please avoid foods you're allergic to, but you might not get the results you're looking for simply by eating food that has the same color as the color associated with each chakra. So in this series, I want to get a bit deeper. What does the chakra govern physically and energetically? What foods have the nutrients or elemental energy that benefit and balance that area? And what are some good ways to consume them? Now, why will go deeper? I don't, <laughs> I don't want anyone to freak out because they worry about how complicated or how perfect they have to be with what they eat. That is not at all what we're going for here. A balanced, healthy diet with plenty of fruits and vegetables, good protein and fat, and all those basics will absolutely help you to keep your energy systems balanced. Nothing fancy needed. This is just if you'd like to know a little more or intentionally use your nutrition to affect energy balance. (laughs) I'm not prescribing anything here, but I know it's a topic of interest to a lot of us, so let's explore it a little. Our first energy center is the root chakra. Located at the base of the spine, it's associated with the color red, the earth element, and is energetically responsible for grounding, security, and survival. Physically, 
the root chakra is very much about structure and form, our legs and hips. You can think about your bones as being the structure, the root of your body, the part of you that keeps you rooted to the earth. And all food has earth energy because all our food comes from the earth. So this is a fairly easy chakra to balance with food. If we think of what we need nutritionally to strengthen our bones, legs, joints, and so on, and to feel grounded, think about root vegetables and protein-rich foods, as well as nuts and seeds. Beets, which can be red, so that's fun, are a great root vegetable, as well as parsnips, potatoes, radishes, also red, and onions. Vegetables like these contain magnesium and zinc and all kinds of minerals that can help keep our structure sound. Protein is considered vital here, which can be meat or soy as well as beans and nuts. These are also considered very grounding foods. You know what? Let's talk for a second about eating meat. It's going to come up, so we might as well address it. There are a lot of reasons that people do and don't eat meat. Religious reasons, cultural reasons, moral reasons, environmental reasons, simple taste preferences, a lot of reasons. And let me say up front that I'm not going to tell you whether to do it or not. I'll include meat options when appropriate in this series because it's a thing that people eat. And I think people should have any and all information they need when making personal choices. And that's what I believe all food choices are. Personal. I've been in fitness, nutrition, and wellness for the better part of two decades, and no matter what anyone tells you, there is no one best way to eat. Now, there are definitely some healthier choices than others. Like, I think most people would agree that broccoli has more vitamins and minerals than, say, ice cream. But I am absolutely not going to push a specific nutrition program here. There are some people who take a very hard line about the vibrations they feel are present in meat and other animal products, that the energy of the animal, whether it was calm or stressed in the moment of death, stays present in our food. And if that's you, I will offer many non-animal suggestions as well. If that sounds ridiculous to you, then feel free to consume animal products as you see fit. The point is that we are all on our own journeys. Some of those journeys will include vegetarianism, others won't. Some will at some points and not at others. And one thing I do know, judging each other for things like this doesn't help any of us on the path. So as you're listening, take what serves you and leave the rest. Okay, (laughs) I'll step down now. Back to grounding foods for the root chakra. High protein foods can be very comforting and stabilizing. When we're stressed, a lot of us crave sugar. But if we can actually consume protein first, we'll find that we get that grounded feeling, which is what we really want, rather than the temporary high of sugary foods. Grains, are not to be discounted here either. We tend to get caught up in basic grains like wheat and rice, which are 
awesome, but I encourage you to try others like quinoa, which you can get red quinoa if you like, or sorghum, which is also red. Quinoa is technically a seed, I suppose, but it functions in your body like a grain and nutritionally has a lot of these grounding root chakra properties. If you are craving protein to be grounded and animal products aren't for you, tempeh and tofu are wonderful choices. Nut butters, consumed in moderation, are also very good for the root chakra. These foods are full of earth energy, the kind of energy that creates weight and stability, literally stability in our bones. I mean, there's a reason that we comfort eat mashed potatoes, which are a root vegetable, and not, say, lettuce. So red potatoes might be the perfect root chakra for you. We're looking for foods that create grounding, stability, solid structure in our bodies. As we move up the energetic channel, we come to the sacral chakra. It is located a few inches below your navel. It's associated with the color orange, the water element, and is energetically responsible for creativity and emotions. Physically, this chakra is responsible for our reproductive organs, which are certainly part of broad creation, and there are many nutrients that are vital to keeping this system healthy. As is always the case in these chakra series, we tend to find a lot of crossover in the chakras that are located close to one another, and this is no exception. Root foods, earthy foods, can be very good for the sacral chakra as well, but we think of them here as fuel for creative efforts. Think orange root vegetables like carrots or sweet potatoes. Pumpkin and butternut and acorn squash are excellent sources of beta-carotene, potassium, vitamins C and vitamins E, and a variety of others. These foods are earthy, but also speak to our creative sides, especially when we need sustained efforts and sustained energy. If you're looking to lighten up the sacral chakra though, that's where the water element can really come into play. A little more flow, a little more passion, maybe to feel a little freer or increase sexual energy rather than weigh yourself down. In this case, quite a few of the same vitamins and minerals can be found in foods that have more water in them. You're still eating for health and to balance and support the physical areas governed by the sacral chakra, but these foods are maybe going to add a little burst of energy to your second energy center. Oranges are an obvious one, but apricots, mangoes, nectarines, peaches are all great here. Another fun way to think about foods for the sacral chakra, especially if you're interested in creation of any kind, is to think about foods that have a lot of seeds. It's, it's a pretty on-the-nose metaphor, but people swear it works. Things like strawberries, which I know are red, but remember how close the root and sacral chakras are. Passion fruit, again, seems obvious, but if you like it and you're interested in a little more energy flowing here, why not? Cantaloupe is good here as well. What we want to think about are foods that have the nutrients that support the sacral chakra organs and shift the energy in the direction we want it to go. And have some fun eating healthy orange foods. And last, but certainly not least when we talk about food, spices for flavor. You'll hear a lot about this, both herbs and spices, 
In this series, I'm going to focus more on spices because I'm in conversation with the most amazing herbalist who specializes in chakras to come on the show and share her wisdom. So spices for now, herbs to come. For the root chakra, paprika and pepper are excellent. Both can be red, which can add a root element to any dish, and they're high in antioxidants. They have anti-inflammatory properties, and they might even be good for your blood chemistry. Research is still ongoing, but these two spices are easy to add for the root chakra. For the sacral chakra, consider cinnamon and vanilla. These are both calming and stimulating, making them perfect for helping you get into a creative flow. And both are thought to have beneficial effects in your body, including heart health, an improved immune system, and especially in the case of cinnamon, it might also be good for your blood pressure. And as we know, heightened emotional states like stress and anger can lead to higher blood pressure, so this spice might help regulate it. So that's some fun ways to think about food for your chakras. It's not all about color. And even when it is, it's really nice to know why it works for the chakras. What are the nutrients that foods provide? And how can you use the foods to create that balance that you're looking for? Do you want more energy in a particular ener- in a center? Or do you want more flow? Knowing how the foods work for your chakras is the first step in using them. I am going to put some root and sacral chakra recipes on the Patreon page that you can use if you want to try out this method of chakra balancing. And just in case you think they're going to be complicated recipes with ingredients you've never heard of, they're not. (laughs) I am not a fabulous cook by any stretch of the imagination. So my recipes have to be pretty easy and quick, but they'll be up on the Patreon page for you to check out. I'll put that link in the show notes, of course. Also, please connect with me on Facebook and Instagram at Your Chakra Coach if you have questions or if you just want to chat. I hope you have an amazing day, grounded and creative, or whatever it is that you need to get closer to your truest, highest self. Until next week, bye.